0: Welcome to the Two Melbourne Mums podcast. We are your co-hosts, Chelsea and Holly, and we're here to talk you through all things motherhood, mindset, and all the madness in between.
1: Before we start, a small disclaimer. We will be having real, raw, and authentic conversations about our own personal experiences, and in no way are we experts on the topics we discuss. If you are seeking expert advice, we would always encourage you to see a professional.
0: We also sometimes have no filter. So if you're listening to this around your babies, you've been warned
1: if you are loving listening don't forget to like subscribe and share to your socials we'd love to hear from you with any questions or topics you'd like to hear more about so don't be afraid to send us a message on
0: instagram at two melbourne mums podcast let's get into the episode
1: welcome back to two melbourne mums podcast it's been a bloody hot minute has it not
0: it has been a hot month, actually. I think it's been about <laughs> Hot month, hot year, far out. Yeah. Uh,
1: new year. New year. New us. Nah, same us. Same us. <laughs> <laughs> How oh. have you been, Chels? Uh,
0: yeah, really good. Thank you. Um, oh, God. Because it's,
1: it's literally been a while since we've actually probably caught up either, like regardless of recording a podcast, I, I feel like.
0: Yeah. I think December's just such a write-off, isn't it? For- it so is. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been pretty good. I think, you know, I've been on holidays for a couple of weeks now. Jake and I and Mia went away over New Year's just down to his beach house in Dramana, which was really lovely. So we had some time out there. Uh, and now we're just... Yeah, getting all prepped and ready for the wedding. So Jake had his bucks on the weekend. I've got oh, my hens. Yes. Mm, I've got my hands this weekend. So yeah, we're just like fully into it at the moment, which is fun. It's so fun, but just a bit like hectic here and there. So I'm just trying to chill when I can.
1: Yeah. yeah. And especially after the chaos of Christmas and New Year and Yeah. All that is one is. Mia's first birthday coming up as well.
0: I know. Yeah. So we've got her birthday's two days before the wedding. So we're not doing a big hoo-ha. We're just going to do a family lunch on the Sunday prior with our immediate families. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And little room's turned one. You've got a toddler now. I know. I literally have a toddler. She's
1: toddling around and it's insane. She's cutting a tooth at the moment. So she's kind of driving me a little bit insane. (laughs) The poor thing. The two, I think she's doing the two at once again, like next to her top ones. Yeah. So she's only got four at the minute, but I can see them like literally about to poke through, but I feel like it's been like four days. Um, And she's, I also am like, maybe we're just hitting toddler phase as well. She's just really clingy and a bit of 12 month regression and all that sort of stuff. Really clingy. um, Yeah. Just doesn't want to be left. To her own play at all, which usually she would, so it's unusual for her.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, survival mode. Just my period yesterday as well, so I'm like, oh, you know, feeling all the worst. But Will's taken over. He's still on holidays, so here we are. (laughs) Um. Yeah, yeah, recovering from the chaos of New Year and all that as well, and Rube's birthday. So we had an amazing time for her birthday we yeah. just had we did the same thing we didn't do a big huge um party as such or anything like that we just had immediate family and like some of my um really close mates and their babies as well so we maybe had 10 15 people at our place um had all the toys out and everything and had some food and that was it got some cute photos <laughs> to remember it
0: amazing and today's your last day of maternity leave
1: yeah. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It sure is. We are back to work tomorrow. I said to Will, I'm like, it's my last day as, as a stay at home mum." Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. and by the time this episode goes live, which hopefully shouldn't be too far out from time of recording, but you would have gone back and
1: yeah, be in the full swing of it. So only yeah. three days a week, um, to start off with, but as you know, um, yeah, huge adjustment and huge change. I won't be around um, for like bedtime, dinner time, all that sort of stuff with the um, work I'm doing. So even for Will, it'll be um, a big adjustment in terms of managing all that. Not that he's not fully capable of doing that. He more than is. And I know he'll actually probably enjoy having the time, him and Rubes alone. But Yeah we'll see how it goes
0: (laughs) she's in she's in a pretty good routine though like she
1: yeah she is a good routine girl she is so it'll be probably more of an adjustment for us isn't as don't we say even you know daycare and all that sort of stuff I'm sure she'll be fine it's gonna be us that's struggling so yeah
0: yeah well we just keep
1: on keeping on don't we we do, we do. I'm almost like keen to just for it to happen now because yeah. the anticipation is often worse than the doing the thing and I'm almost like, you know what, I just want to be in that routine already. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah.
0: Well, you'll be there before you know it, girlfriend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't wish that upon myself, hey?
0: <laughs> All right, yeah. Um. before we get into the episode, do we want to do a quick recommendation? Yes, what's yours? All right. So mine this week is a bit of a random one but it's It has a backstory to it. So my recommendation is make sure you have ambulance cover.
1: Oh, oh no. (laughs) No, No. it's
0: fine. I do. I have ambulance cover. For those that don't know, we had to call an ambulance for Mia on Christmas night. Um, Long story short, she was really distressed. She wasn't breathing properly because she was so upset and I just thought, nah, I'm just going to call an ambulance because anything with respiratory for me is, you know, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to, what, what, what word am I looking for? Mess around. Yeah. I'm not going to mess around. I'm going to play it safe. So I called an ambulance. They came long story short. She was fine. Um, she ended up settling no need to go to hospital, but I thought, my goodness me, what if we didn't have ambulance cover? Yeah. And I haven't actually got the bill yet. So because I don't I didn't don't just have like the services Victoria ambulance cover or whatever it is. Yeah. Um I have it through my private health insurance. Yep. So and me is on my cover.
1: Right. And so
0: it it's through that. But I think what they were saying was that they're going to bill me. So we'll get a bill in the mail and then I have to um get that claim done through our private health insurance. Yep. And it's uh, like
1: thousands for a call out isn't it
0: well I haven't got the bill in the mail yet but I think I'll be interested anywhere between from what I've read or what I've been told 900 to 1100 I think for an ambulance call out yeah so yeah I just thought imagine if we didn't have that so yes that's my recommendation make sure you have either ambulance cover or you have it as part of your private health yeah insurance
1: yeah, for sure, that's yeah. a huge one. Yeah. And like, I don't know if they, um, and look, they should send you like a reminder when it's lapsing. So if you cannot remember, if you haven't, just go and double check right now. Yeah, yeah totally agree. That is a fabulous one. Yeah. Um, there's so many little life admin things like that that you have to be on top of. Hey. Yep. Um, my recommendation is a really simple one as well. We have been bulk prepping and freezing snacks for Ruby. Mm. Um, I feel like we have hit that phase where she's eating a lot at the moment. I think she might be going through a bit of a growth spurt, Um, but she's being a little bit picky (laughs) with what she wants. Um, But often it'll be like zero to a hundred where like she's fine one minute and the next it's like what appears to be like, either ravenously hungry or just unsettled or whatnot. Um, So having snacks on hand in the freezer that I can pop in the microwave and are ready in like 30 seconds. So like little muffins, um, made little ABC, apple, banana, carrot muffins, um, little oat bars and that sort of thing. Whip one of them out, away we go. If she doesn't eat it or isn't interested, no biggie. Like I've got little portioned sizes, so it's not like I'm wasting the whole thing. Yeah. because I obviously go back to work, I'm not going to have time to prep all these wonderful snacks and things. But yeah, easy does it.
0: I'm not going to lie. I, I find the snacks hard for mm. them. I think maybe as well because me is allergic to egg. I'm like, I have to find all these recipes that don't include an egg in a muffin recipe or whatever it is. Yeah. There are yeah. plenty out there and lots of substitutes, but I feel like I'm still in that phase of playing around with what works and doesn't. Yeah, yeah. The other morning I made waffles. That didn't have an egg in it, and it was an absolute flop. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Okay. Use your that's veggie toast. Sorry. <laughs> I tried. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a really great one. I think I'm gonna yeah. have to steal some of those off you because you can't honestly be wrong with so the freezer.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm a freezer girl. I like meal prep, freeze. That's what I've done for work and everything coming up as well. But I will say, like a lot of days and some days, our snacks are just like a bit of grated cheese on a plate and a tomato chopped up into quarters like you know some days it's just whatever's in the fridge honestly um or you know the pre-made um biscuits from the supermarket the baby biscuits and stuff like that but um having yeah if you've got a stock makes it easy don't have to think about
0: it so yeah. amazing thanks for your good. All right. Well, I think let's get into the episode. So today's episode, we are doing a bit of a yearly reflection on the year that was for 2023, and we'll have a little bit of a chat about our intentions moving into 2024 and the year that's to come.
1: Have you had to write the
0: date yet? Like, Yeah, I have, only because <laughs> in my journal, there's a space for like, what date is it? Yeah, I've only mucked up once once that's a pretty good effort
1: that's a good effort yeah I fucked up um on a Polaroid I was doing for Ruby's birthday and I wrote the date like first of the first but I wrote 23 like an idiot (laughs) (laughs) classic you always get to do it at least once
0: it's such a great example as how our brains are literally on autopilot a lot of the time 100 percent yeah yeah All right, should we start with maybe some of our highs? I reckon I was yeah. just reading your notes before on the, on the <laughs> notes and I was like, oh, we're like the same person, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that makes it easy.
0: Then we'll fly through it. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of this is going to be us going, yes. yeah, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Hit me with one of your highs.
1: Number one high would be... Um, obviously for both of us, our first year of parenting, um, for me, I had like my dream labor and birth, honestly, um, which I feel so very, very lucky for. Um, I know we've talked about our birth stories and that sort of thing, but yeah, just to briefly touch on, like, it just was everything that I hoped for, um, everything that I felt like I'd worked hard for as well. Um, like I, I put a lot of research and um, time into what I wanted and how I wanted it to be and I really feel like that drove me towards the event and how it unfolded basically. Um, and you, I'm sure you will agree there is mm-hmm. no better moment than when that baby is pulled up onto your chest and that first moment of – I'm going to cry. <laughs> that first moment of contact with your First baby. Like yeah. it's just the most incredible thing. Um, and obviously for me, that happening on New Year's Day, like yeah. the first of the first 23, 2023. Um, yeah, what a better way to bring in the new year for me. Yeah.
0: Amazing. That's definitely my high as well. <laughs> <laughs> and very similar, like the positive birth experience, just the whole sort of thing. In terms of the birth and then, yeah, all of the highs that have come along with parenting, you know, watching your little one grow like every single month is just so different. You know, watching them reach their milestones, like having that family time together and creating those memories and looking back at those photos. And it does, it just, um, it gives you such a sense of joy, doesn't it? And I know we were talking the other day, reflecting, going back to looking at all those photos and videos of our birth. And when Rubes and Mia were only tiny, tiny in their first month of, of being Earthside. And I'm like, I don't even remember her looking like that.
1: Nah. Right? I look back and I'm like, that's a different baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot she got the baby acne. Yeah, yeah, all that, yeah, sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I think that's definitely one of mine as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's just wild and even trying to remember like the timeline of when things happened and um did you write anything down? Like I've, I just had a note in my phone where I think we'd made a list of baby names that we liked. And I, I started putting like little, I guess, milestones, you call them like, um, when she first rolled and you know, I sort of just wrote down like rough dates and that sort of thing. Cause I'm like, Oh, i like, imagine if she asks me and I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I, I feel like I haven't written it down. I might've maybe in like a journal here and there, but I haven't been, Intentional enough to like go, yeah, this, yeah, or how old she was and whatnot. I could roughly say how old she was on certain milestones. And there's a couple of times when it's in my camera roll where I might have taken a photo of her where she sat up and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's sitting unassisted. Like, that's so, true.
1: Photos would I be think. an easy one to look back on and see, oh, what were we doing at this time? And yeah, yeah.
0: But I, I think that's actually a really good point. I think I want to be a little bit more intentional about trying to like write down somewhere.
1: Because I've like, I already, I've forgotten completely everything. Someone, you know, I was looking at a baby the other day that was, um, I was with a friend who has a four or five month old and I was like, oh, what was Ruby's doing at four or five months old? Like, I can't remember. Feels yeah. <laughs> like yeah. so long ago, but it really wasn't.
0: It's because every single month they have learn a new skill and then all of a sudden you're then navigating to that. Like Ruby's like literally walking around. Yeah. Right?
1: So like yeah. now
0: you you're probably like oh I can't even remember when she was just sitting and didn't move. Yes, <laughs> feels like so long ago. Right, um, it's incredible um, how their little brains develop so quickly.
1: It honestly is like yeah, it's yeah. and I think from from what I've been told now to like that. Um, Eighteen months, sort of thing. It's even more rapid, and I'm looking at my friends who have got um, my friends got a sixteen month old at the moment, and like her language has just gone from you know, you know 50, 60 to hundred. Like it's, and I'm looking at going, oh my god, that's going to be Ruby soon. Like this is crazy, and
0: yeah, yeah I think they say that uh, from one year to two years is a huge developmental phase. Even more so than zero to twelve months. And yeah, that doesn't shock think, me. No, but you think of how much they do learn in zero to twelve months, and then like True. you just think, "Holy crap!" Imagine the growth now. When I look back a year from today, mm, how what different are that our babies gonna well, not even <laughs> babies. What are our toddlers going to yeah. look like? That the fact alone that you have a toddler and I'm soon <laughs> to have a toddler is just <laughs> crazy to me. It can. Cons- oh yeah, yeah. I say it every episode, but (laughs) Mia's still such a blob.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, it's so great. So great. This is such a fun age, don't you agree, though? Like, right now, I mean, we are hitting tantrum territory, but, like, it's fun. Does Ruby understand the word no? Yes, but also doesn't list, like, she already has that selective hearing toddler thing going on.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mia, when I Mm -hmm. go no she goes <laughs> no. our listeners can't say but I'm shaking my head She shakes her head no at me and then she yeah. goes and then does it anyway yeah yeah I'm like yeah <laughs> you know or if I say to her like really I go ah, ah, ah and she knows when I go like that she 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 does yeah. it. she like almost shakes not meant to and then to. she goes and she she cracks it, and I'm like, oh yeah, you yeah. are really well aware that you're not meant to be doing that.
1: Oh yeah. So actually, this, um, the last few days, this is going to be like TerribleMom.com. Don't judge me, everyone. But <laughs> Ruby has been carrying around a Nurofen bottle, and like it's plastic, but and like obviously they're child-safe lids, and you know I'm getting once it's empty, she can freaking have it, and it's fine. But she is, like, she's starting to become really possessive over items. So this Nurofen bottle, for some reason, she's obsessed. um, And, like, when she gets up in the morning, like, she cries and points towards where I normally leave the Nurofen bottle because she wants it. She just carries it around constantly, like, and... Yeah, cracks it. So now I'm trying to like wean her off the Nurofen bottle. So I've like had to put it in different areas, and when we have needed to give her Nurofen the last few days because of her teeth coming through, and I've like had to make Will like put it in the syringe in secret so that she can't see it, and like it's bizarre. This yeah development. So she definitely understands like you can't have it, and then proceeds to wildly lose lose control of her emotions. So
0: yeah, (laughs) love it. Love it. Really understand. All right, what was another high for your 2023?
1: Another high for me would be um, non-baby related. We'll go with one. (laughs) I know there's a lot of baby related ones, but doing my half marathon in October for Melbourne Marathon. um, Getting back into running. I didn't have a particular plan after like, pre-having rubes or even after, I hadn't really come up with a plan until I actually started running again, which I think was at about 16 weeks postpartum. So I gave it a like really decent amount of time to recover properly and really eased my way into it. Um, but I think day one, the first run I went on on my own, I think I only did like two or three Ks. I got home and I said to her, I'm like, I'm signing up for a half marathon. Like, that's it. That's my motivation. And he ended up signing up for the marathon as well. So we had a few months of training, um, and just even putting in the work to train for it and get to it. I like, I'm proud of because like, as you know, the juggle and life and whatever else, and I was out running with Ruby in the pram and Mac and, running with a pram, fuck, it's hard, man. Like it's so much more tiring and I haven't done it properly in a while. And like when we do parkrun on the weekends and I run with the pram, I'm just bloody wrecked afterwards. So yeah, that was definitely a high of mine. Um, wasn't sure whether I would get back into or love running after having a baby and I still do. So
0: amazing. There you go. Love it.
1: What's your next high?
0: My next high would probably be uh, the career progression um, opportunity that came my way in the middle of the year. Which is, if you've listened to previous episodes, you'd know that I went back to work earlier than expected. And that was because an opportunity came my way that I felt like I couldn't really pass down. um, And that was a previous goal of mine um, or desire, I guess, that I was working towards. So, i definitely say that was one of my highs, sort of being offered that um, role without even needing to apply to it. Like I literally got called up and said, hey, I want you to do this. So yeah, yeah, for me, that was a really big one. Incredible. Yeah. And that came with its own learnings and stuff, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. But I would still definitely put that as a bit of a milestone for me.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. When you've been working towards something for so long as yeah. well, and a lot of big things happening around you to take that on. And yeah, while struggling being a new mum and in the early, you know, days of that, seemed mm. incredible.
0: Yeah, and then my last one was probably starting this podcast. Hey, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, going I totally, of- yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just you know, something completely out of. My comfort zone as well as you know yours is the discussions we've had, but I don't feel like it's out of my comfort zone anymore you know like yeah. gone, gone past a, that level of um, growth I think yeah, yeah yeah for
1: sure. I feel like um think it's sort of taught me a lot in the sense that thinking about doing something is harder than just doing it. Mm-hmm. does that I'm make sure. sense? yeah I mean it' yeah you get in your own head like when you were like oh when you you know message me if you've listened you have know the story about how it all came about but um and we sort of started talking and going oh, how the fuck do you even start a podcast like and I've had a few people um friends and acquaintances and whatever else sort of say oh you know you started a podcast that's really cool how'd you do it rah, rah. and you know talking about that and going oh, you know, we did this and actually this part was quite easy and blah, blah, blah. But, like, at the start, you and I were both like, ah, I
0: don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like I have this thought that's so far in the distance. Yeah. But we got there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And we're doing it, so. Yeah, that's it. Um, do you have anything else that you want to share for your highs?
1: Yeah, marrying my
0: husband.
1: Yeah. So that was That was definitely um a big high of 2023 for us and having Ruby there as well was just like pretty bloody special. Um, I, I'll say I, because and we won't be offended because he did minimal of the organizing. (laughs) Um, I organized it all pretty much DIY. So it was like, I want to call it, I don't want to use the word budget because like, I don't know, that sounds yucky, but we did it. For a reasonable price, um, a lot of the decorations and stuff was all DIY. Like photography was someone we knew. We kind did have a DJ, but that was like through someone we knew, and it was just really simplified um, the way we wanted to have it. Um, and yeah, it was just the best day ever. And I love. I've actually just gone and um, got our photos like printed off, all of our photos, proper photos. Um, and I'm going to put them in a little album. I've bought like a box from came up that's got like all our little memoirs in it and I just wanted to have like physical copies because I feel like having them on the computer is great but even just like being able to look through them with rubes when she's you know that little bit older and stuff I just wanted to have a physical copy so yeah very excited about that but that was um probably other than having rubes my biggest high 2023.
0: (laughs) I would absolutely agree with you that that is such a high um just on that whole photo album thing god I used to like that used to be such a big part of my childhood going over to my grandparents' house getting out the photo albums and flicking through and looking at all the photos with them yeah yeah
1: I think that's where it comes from for me of wanting to do that is that I have those like core memories of being with grandparents or even my parents did it. My mom had physical photo albums of me yeah. as a kid and I just loved looking back through them and like, oh, I remember that. Or look how, you know, looking at my little brother and cousins and whatever else. Yeah. Um, something I want to make an effort of doing more of. Yeah. Someone suggested to me actually um, on Instagram, Miguel, I know she is doing yearly um, printed books for her son. Yeah, I think I want through to just like Optimal Print or, you know, whatever, one of those websites. So nothing like crazy expensive. Um, and she just puts like 200 photos in that photo book, photo page. Um, and her son, who's three, I think loves like just flicking through them. But so cute. And I started doing it and I was like, oh, my God, I've got too many photos. Like <laughs>
0: how do I pick? <laughs> oh, I know. But I actually want to do that too. I've seen yeah. so many. They pop up on my sponsored Instagram um you know when you're flicking through stories sometimes and yeah jake's even made a comment like we should probably do that and i'm like yeah that's yeah. a really good idea i think we should
1: <laughs> when do you stop though like 18 hey, <laughs> <That's> never. Never.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just have a whole bookshelf worth
0: <laughs> i would be okay with that
1: yeah no yeah. i think it's so important um to yeah. have those those physical memories as well
0: yeah mm. awesome
1: shall All we right, get to the know? dumps and go through some lows I was just about to say
0: the same thing. So let's do it. Um, (laughs) All right. I might go first because, again, I think ours are going to be pretty similar. But I think probably one of my lows was definitely navigating my new mum identity. Um, Yeah. More so probably the whole shame and guilt. um, Yep that I really had to work through. We both, you know, had to do some work with this and sort of navigate why that was going on, what that meant for us. Um, I know we've referred to a few of our previous podcast episodes in this episode, but we did a whole episode on navigating the mum shame and guilt. But I would say that was probably one of my lows only because when it hit me, it hit me hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, and look, I think, you know, out of that, because I've done the inner work I've come out on the other side but yeah I I definitely think when I was right in the trenches of those feelings um that was not a fun time (laughs) yeah 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 so I'd definitely say that that was probably one of my lows what about you
1: I feel like I don't know if there's an exact quote for this but like the good days are really good and the bad days can be really bad in those mm-hmm. early months. That's what it felt like for me. I think lack of sleep was my number one low of 2023, I think. <laughs> yeah. And and that really builds into that whole mum guilt and shame thing as well, I yeah. think. Like yeah. that is a huge um, part. It has a huge part to play in feeding that mum guilt and shame. Yeah. And, again, yeah, we spoke about this in previous episodes, but baby sleep is such a, like, can feel like a controversial topic and it can feel um, isolating and like you're the only one going through it Um, or, you know, my baby's not sleeping as much as everyone else's or vice versa or whatever else, no matter what, it all feels quite stressful. So um, looking, it's funny how looking back on it now, now that I'm getting good sleep, it doesn't feel that bad. Mm. As in, you kind of go, oh, it was fine. Like, yeah. Mm. But I know at the time it wasn't. Like, it didn't feel fine. Mm. Um, and that's what added to my um, bad, bad days, if that yeah. makes sense.
0: And our sleep is such an important pillar of our overall well being. Um, you know, like our body literally does all of its resting and recovering and regenerating when we're sleeping. And, of course, when you're a new mom in that first year of parenting, you are going to have broken sleep. Like, unless you have a unicorn baby that sleeps yes. through right from the get go. If but, you have
1: those, don't fucking tell me about it.
0: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but that's a really normal part of it. And of course, when we're sleep deprived our window of tolerance is going to shrink. It's going to become smaller because yeah. we don't have the cognitive capacity and the emotional regulation skills yes. to handle things as well as we would have if we are feeling our best. And yeah. when you're sleep deprived, you're not feeling your best. It's, there's no ifs or buts about it. I had a like classic
1: example of that today, Like, just got my period, feeling really shit. Like, I just – I tend to have just a day of, like, full-on emotional feelings and, I, like, I'm feeling really heavy and, like, mm. i just exhausted. And I said to Willow, I'm like, just communicating. I'm not coping well today. Like, my level of tolerance is – very minimal. <laughs> it's like, this okay, I've got it. It's this big. I might just crack. <laughs> I'm like, that's not me normally. Like, so I'm like, I'm just warning you. Yeah. So he took ribs off, toddled off, and <laughs>
0: oh, exactly. that's good. Like the fact that you were able to just say, hey, today's yeah. not a good day. Blah 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 blah. And he'll go, cool. Thank you yeah. for letting me know. Now I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to give you yeah. a break, and if I need can. to get be better at that because, like. Shake nose when I'm in a black like, cranky. Yeah, mood. But isn't
1: and it funny how actually just like saying it and communicating it like so plainly? Yeah, it, it you don't need to whole- be around the
0: bush, just be direct. And I think that's something I want to get better at, is just going straight to the point. Hey, not feeling good today. Yeah. I really just need an hour or so, or whatever it is. Yeah. And just communicating your needs.
1: I used to um I tended to downplay how Bad, I may have been feeling so. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm just feeling a bit shit. When really, like, I was like, no, this, like, I'm bad. I'm not doing well. Yeah. Um. So, just because huh, mum guilt, like, you know, you go, oh, but I've got to, I've got to be fine. I'm, I'm fine. I've got to be fine. I've got no other choice. Um. But I've had to really work on, yeah, being. Hang on, no, I'm not good. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, a very good Love reminder. It. Thanks for that, Mama Hole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um I definitely the other low for me would be same sort of thing um periods of struggling with finding the new me and adjusting to that juggle I I would say I've only really started feeling I can you say back to your normal self because I feel like like in in that sense that it's not back to my old self because I'm not my old self. Do you know what Can I mean? You just
0: say you're feeling yourself again. Like yeah, I'm feeling, feeling
1: myself again. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. obviously yeah. in my new mum identity, if that makes sense. So yeah. um, probably the last few months, I reckon, um, probably since stopping breastfeeding. Um, mm,
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, I guess because, you you know, you've got your body back and it's um, – Yeah. Yeah, that. you've just got that – more hormonal balance, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, the the periods of struggling with that. And I think what helped with that was getting back to some of my hobbies and um, starting the podcast, having something for me, like a creative outlet, I guess, um, and working on something like I felt was for me definitely helped me find or recreate me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think you just – when you feel – like you're back to your normal self or like if, you know, in air like, quotes, yeah, in air quotes, <laughs> yes. Oh God, I keep forgetting people can't see us. Um, <laughs> I think when you're feeling good about where you're at is because you are living in alignment with your true self, mm. right? Like if you're not feeling good within yourself, it's because something's out of balance or because you're not living within what is truly meant for you. That's mm-hmm. my thoughts. So, I think maybe you're like you said, you just found your new way of living within your new mum identity. But now that that's in alignment with who you are now, not who yeah. you were two years ago.
1: Yeah. Yep. yep. For sure. It's a wild ride to get there. And look, I'm sure it'll happen again. Um, obviously first baby can't speak to what it's like for the rest of raising a child, but I imagine, or I feel like potentially that we will go through these identity shifts as our babies grow Mm. because their needs and demands will be different. Mm. um, And, the the requirements of us will shift as well does that
0: yeah it does but further to that like regardless of how like what our baby's going through we as humans are going to naturally go through different stages of our lives Yep. so we're going to continue to go through these identity shifts because our lifestyle around us is going to change yeah because every few years we evolve (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's, that's right. yeah. The seasons of life. The
0: seasons <laughs> of life. And so that's why knowing how to navigate those seasons is really important because whatever's going on, you can just flick back in and go, right, okay. What season am I in? What do I need right now? What's going what can I do to make me feel better? And do I need to make any changes?
1: Yeah, yeah. Review and reflect so yeah. you can move forward. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Something else that I um, struggled with in terms of, and I guess it's, look, it's all comes down to that that mum identity and shift is not having a financial contribution to our family. And this is just a personal feeling um, because, and I highly value the work of a, a mum as in it being a full-time bloody job, as you know. Um, but for me, Like we've got a lot of goals around money, um, about our lifestyle. We're quite minimalist. Um, we do a weekly, monthly, yearly budget. We have like finance dates. So like, it's a big part of us, um, in terms of managing our lifestyle and having minimal money come in on my side of things. I I had to work through that to overcome my inner feelings about not contributing in air quotes again, not contributing to our family. Um, And I certainly got to a point where I felt fine. Okay. With it. Although I am now excited to go back to work and feel like I'm having that contribution. Um, I also like the idea of, you know, showing setting that for Ruby, the foundations of our family and what we want that to look like. Um, And yeah being a working mom and juggling that too so
0: yeah nice thanks for Mm. sharing I reckon my other low um was probably just like navigating all of like me as illnesses and like sicknesses and oh my god
1: I hadn't even thought of that
0: one yeah like I know it's a part (laughs) of obviously just a normal part of their life right like they're gonna get sick but yeah. I think you know us going into hospital was a major shock for me in terms yeah. of like jesus christ how the heck do i manage this situation mm. um and that wasn't a nice situation at all at the time so i definitely put that as a low
1: yeah um, yeah you guys had a really tough run with the yeah. The and- so I
0: think like, you know, obviously we would just run with it at the time and yeah. do what we had to do, but reflecting back and looking at the year, they were definitely probably lower points of the year. Yeah.
1: I had, I was at a um, friend's engagement party on the weekend and I was speaking to a girl I had worked with and um, she said to me, she's thinking about having kids herself soon and she said, would you change anything about your first year of parenting or would you do anything differently? And I was kind of like, Oh, I hadn't, I actually hadn't asked myself that question. Mm. And that sort of just that thought popped up there when you said, you know, you navigated it and blah, blah, blah. Is there anything about that, that you're like, Oh, I would have done that differently or felt differently.
0: No, because I think with everything comes a, a beautiful lesson of some sort it, it reminds you that you just have to shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you know, like I've worked through all of my inner feelings about stopping breastfeeding early, um, putting her into childcare when I did. So if I was to say now or let's say, for example, or maybe I, I wouldn't have put her in childcare so early, I'll, I would just be contradicting myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So probably not.
1: Yeah, my answer because I actually like kind of it took me back when she asked. I was like, oh, I don't know, like, like I, that's a hard question because you really have to think about it. And I, I think the one thing I did say was, I think I would be kind to myself on uh, yeah. the hard days. Like I would, I stress so much about sleep and this and that and like, oh, but you know, this routine and rah rah. And now if I, you know, it was to have another baby. I feel like my whole mindset on all that would be very different. Um, but in saying that, I wouldn't change it because, yeah, you've got to – that's how you learn, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think that's a beautiful segue into the next part of what lessons have we learned, I suppose, oh, yes. in 2023 and – that's a fantastic one of let's just be a bit kinder to ourselves in those moments. Mm-hmm. And I think I wrote something down that was like, like everything always works out. Mm. right? It may not feel like it at the time because it's really stressful and that's okay. But everything always works out to some degree. Yeah. And you look back and you think, why the fuck did I even stress <laughs> about that? Like,
1: agree with that.
0: Yeah, so I think it's maybe even just an internal reminder of, okay, let's just get through this one step at a time, but just know that however long down the track, you're going to look back and you're going to think that wasn't even worth stressing about at the time. I should have just gone with the flow and reminded myself that everything will work out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Totally agree. It's, I think...
0: It's easy to get
1: caught up in the hard moments. Yeah, like you said. Big lesson for me, time really does go too damn quickly. And that's, I think, ties in with that is that, yeah, you can get caught up in the moments and strung up on trying to fix or find solutions and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But, like, big picture, real picture, when when I look back on the last year, 2023, first time mum – I don't think about the lack of sleep or the really hard days or, you know, I just go fuck that was bloody awesome. Like
0: yeah.
1: How amazing. Yeah. So big picture, it's a blip in time. Mm. Yeah, the days they were hard, I can acknowledge that, that blip in moment time. But big picture, yeah, it's mm. Bridge, yeah, water, what do they call it? Bridge under the water? Water under the bridge, like I've forgotten.
0: Bridge under the water. <laughs> water under the bridge, yeah. Uh, we yes. are flooding over here. <laughs> we are flooding. God, can you hear
1: the rain in the background? My God. I think uh,
0: that actually um, goes really nicely into one of mine and that was you don't have to have an answer for something straight away. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I am chronic. I better Google that. What's yeah. that mean? Oh, I better Google that. And then before you know it, I've, I've you know, convinced myself that Mia has a brain tumour. And I <laughs> remember you telling me this. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, we're not laughing at
1: that. No, <laughs> like just the concept that our brains can jump. So damn quickly, so is quickly,
0: and obviously, Google doesn't like Google. Can be very helpful, but it can also sometimes be unhelpful. Very if you're not really in a space of, okay, I'm ready to sort of take in this information, and I'm I, I'm able to separate the information rather than seeing yes. the word tumor or cancer and going, yep. oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> but mine is you don't have to have an answer for everything straight away, and if you need to find an answer for something take some time away, create the space and see if you can come up with the answer that way.
1: Yeah. And it may not, I mean, diff, depending on what situation we're talking about, but there may not even be an answer. Mm. Do you agree? Yeah, like, I agree. Um, I love our mums, council mums group Facebook chat and everyone feels comfortable enough to post or like send a quick message like, hey, dealing with this at the moment, Um any ideas any you know how what are you what are you guys doing how are you feeling about this um and quite often we all talk about sleep um especially in that first year I think that was something that came up um but a lot of us struggled at different times with sleep and our babies not sleeping or whatever else and there's no answer is there like no. you can only trial and error and I personally felt like oh, I've got to find the answer. Like there's mm-hmm. got to be a picture perfect routine or solution or blah blah blah. But there's yeah. just not. Like, no. and it's forever changing. So yeah, some things don't have a specific
0: answer. I think yeah. as well. Yeah, you're right. Exactly right. Um, another one of my lessons that kind of goes into what we were talking about before with the shame and guilt. That feeling guilty or shameful benefits nobody. This is true. Absolutely nobody. Nobody's a benefit. Nobody. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my lessons.
1: No um, one's winning.
0: <laughs> no one is winning. No, not a single person. Um, yeah. Unless there's a real dick there. In your life. That you're shaving and guilt. Yeah. But I hope none of you have any of those dicks in your life.
1: <laughs> if you do block and delete them immediately.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's another one. Um, another one of mine is change is inevitable. You can either fight against it or you can grow with it. Yeah.
1: Love and it. On the quotes
0: today. Yeah, that just sums up, obviously, the fact that our um, lives and babies are changing so rapidly that we're constantly sort of having to go with the flow, yeah. um, change things up. So, um, yeah, and, and even like, you know, as you said before, Ruth is teething. She's been having a really rough few days. Okay, cool. She's teething. Change is happening. We're going to get through it. Yeah. No, no point. Sooking and moaning, um, yeah. she'll come out on the other side, all good. Yeah.
1: yeah. And she's going to daycare tomorrow anyway, so it's their problem, not mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until they call you. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. I'm kidding. Totally agree. What was I going to say? Ah, uh, was talking to a, f- a friend again on the weekend. Um, we were talking about the process. Mm-hmm. I guess that's sort of similar in the sense that it's – I don't, I couldn't say a specific point in my life where I feel like I've switched over or took on this mindset, but like enjoying the process, mm. which sounds cliche, whatever. But I feel like, um, maybe James Clear in Atomic Habits, the book talks about this, which is, I'm just looking at it to my right here because <laughs> it's in my new, my reading pile for this year. Cause I'm going to read it again. Um, But, yeah, the process is a funny thing because we all set these goals and want particular outcomes, but if you don't enjoy the process, then you're not going to get there anyway. So, yeah, I think there's big things in the time and effort it takes you to get somewhere, Mm. I think is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
0: I'm just deep in thought just because I had just an idea about maybe a future episode. But (laughs) Okay. I oh, to you about that. We're not going to tell
1: tell the listeners about that
0: yet. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you, <God. laughs> you can't know all of my secrets. No, we have to have
1: some secrets. <laughs> That's right. So, based on the lessons, I guess, um, what energy are you bringing into 2024?
0: Um, well, speaking of energy, one of my, I guess, my 2024 ins uh, is no leaky energy. And what that means, yeah, no leaky energy. So what that means is if, if something happens, let's say, uh, let's say I get a flat tire, right? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, this is annoying. I can't change a flat tire. Bloody hell, what am I going to do? (laughs) I could effectively let that ruin my entire day and then let that kind of leak out into other aspects of my life or my week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I was on my way to the gym and yeah. And I got a flat tire. So now I'm and not going to go to the gym.
0: Yeah. Because like, I feel now, like shit. And now I need to go get a new tire. And that's going to cost me $300. And that's bullshit because now that means I can't buy XYZ. And now yeah. I'm really pissed off. And now I'm going to go to my mum's house. I'm just going to act really pissed off because yeah. I've had the worst day ever. And then mom's
1: going to be <laughs> upset at you because you were shitty at her. Yeah. And
0: So I'm not letting any of that energy leak into other parts of my day or my life. Yeah. I'm gonna, Did you
1: actually get a flat tire? Because I feel like that was vibing on almost true story, no?
0: No, I didn't. No? Okay. But I hope I'm not. I'm just going to touch wood here yeah, touch on my wood. table.
1: I'll touch wood for you as well.
0: Um, yeah, so I guess that's one of my 2024 points is that I'm not going to let those kind of things manifest into other areas.
1: Yeah, flow on, flow yeah. on. Yeah,
0: I'm mm-hmm. going to let myself feel all the feels in the moment because, yeah, getting a flat tire is annoying. Yeah. But I'm going to move on. love it I love it yeah
1: um energy for me I'll be bringing into 2024 I I don't know if I have a word as such but I think just embracing the season that I am in um the life season not literally summer winter etc um but like I'm about to go into my working mum era mm-hmm. and I am aiming to just embrace that. Yeah. Um, and I have a feeling that the toddler energy is going to hit me real hard, <laughs> like in a good way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, having peace and with that and knowing that my best is enough, mm. Um and again, it all comes back to the mum guilt and mum shame and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But sitting, sitting in those moments, um, for me, I think is what I want to embrace in 2024. Um, and I mean, a big one for me is energy, energy output, or like, what did they say? Energy brings energy. So I know, energy. yeah, energy creates energy. And I know that for me is so, so true, um, the days or weeks that I don't hit my workout goals or get some form of exercise in, I'm just in a total wreck. So um, going back to being a working mum, I've set up a plan, hopefully a foolproof plan, um, that's going to help me achieve that at the same time um, as juggling juggling life. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Awesome. I love that one. I think it's really important embracing the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Another thing I'm going to do this year is listen to my intuition more. Yeah. And make decisions based on my intuition. Yeah. So I have in the past really neglected that kind of inner niggle. Um, So for example, I'll give an example of the gym. So let's say, okay, I've got five days of workout on my plan. I need to get to the gym five days this week. Let's say I wake up one day and I feel really really shit and I know deep down that I should not be going. Yep. But my head goes, "You've Can't got miss. 5 workouts on your plan." Yeah. That's, that's fucking out this year, like Yeah. It's it's you listen to what you need to do, you listen to your body. And I'll give you a prime example of the last couple of days all of a sudden caffeine sensitivity. Yeah. I could have pushed through that because my ego could have been like, but Chelsea, you take your pre-workout at the gym. Like who are you without your pre-workout? Which mm. is generally how I feel. I'm so sad about it, <laughs> but I know that that's not serving me because I feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have to make decisions now based on what my body is telling me and what those mm. inner niggles are.
1: It's a, and it's easy to ignore those flags as well. Like you could have just been like, oh, no, it's an off day. Oh, I don't know. Put it down okay. to something else. But being able to go, hang on a minute, okay, what am I, like reflecting on your daily habits, which are habits because they're like, what's that, the thing about the brain, how it just happens without you thinking about it subconscious yeah Yeah. so like in your subconscious you're getting up in the morning take your pre workout go to gym like yeah but actually thinking hang on what am I doing subconsciously that's a habit that I do every day that might no longer be be serving serving me me. yeah yeah Yeah. that's a huge one because it's easy to just go but that's what I do that's yeah that's me like
0: Yeah. yeah yeah so that's a big one for me and the other one um one of my focuses is on my relationships Mm-hmm. And um, making sure that the relationships that I invest my time and energy into are those that have a deeper connection.
1: Yeah. We were speaking mm-hmm. about this the other day, weren't we, on mm-hmm. our little lunch day outing?
0: Yeah. Um, and, again, like I'll give an example of, of a friend of mine who maybe over the past year, like nothing's really happened, but I guess we've kind of just drifted off into other aspects of life as, as that happens. I'm someone who will put in time and time again, effort, 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 even if I'm not really receiving it back because I'm like, Oh, but they're my friend.
1: Yeah. And I always take the picture of like, Oh, maybe they're like going, you know, maybe they're going through something and I've got to give them some grace and yeah.
0: now I'm like nah you know what like if you're not actually going to put in the effort after this much time because you're right our friends do go through their own things and we want to give them some compassion and grace during those periods just as we would expect that from them but if you feel like it is an energetic thing where something's not sitting right yeah now I'm trusting that
1: yeah yeah now I, I just that.
0: know now I just know you know what I'm just gonna pull back now and that's so fine
1: yeah it's and so that doesn't fun. mean that in six months or a year's time you might not catch up and it' all be the same and it's great yeah but like having not having to use energy thinking about that friendship because you feel like you have to maintain it yeah because people change like what do they say people change every seven years like yeah. lifelong friendships are great and I love the concept of that but in reality it doesn't always happen like that no. because you you know, you evolve and become different people and you know, life happens. And we're yeah. all fucking adults. So <laughs> the okay. friendships are hard and and then becoming a mother I think it makes you realise how hard friendships really can be. Yeah. And if they're too hard, they're out this year. <laughs> <100%, I'm off. laughs> Uh, no, we that, we sounds, that sounds brutal. But
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: no, I'm I'm on board with that because um, I think there's only a certain point um, where you can use your energy, and it probably sounds sounds cutthroat and brutal. But I, as part of some of my journaling, I've like written down people that are a priority to me, and you know, a, a, an amount of <laughs> friends that I feel like I can manage in my current state of maintaining regular contact and and being able to give my all effort because I also don't want to feel like I'm giving a half-assed effort to mm-hmm. some. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I,
0: I think you're right. It does sound brutal, but it's not. Mm. You're just clear on your boundaries. Yes. Yeah. That's really all it is. And some people will understand that and others won't.
1: Others won't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just life.
1: It's not easy, but.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Did you have anything else you wanted to add?
1: No. Um, how are you checking in on some of your, will air quote, goals? But um, throughout the year, how do you plan to to keep in check so what I've you're to do? So i actually
0: scheduled on the first of every single month in my um, digital calendar for the rest of the year as space where I can do a monthly reflection or a monthly audit essentially yep. where I will intentionally go back and look at all my goals and go okay how was this month did I get closer to anything that I wanted to do what was in line with my values etc cetera, etc cetera, and basically just do a big review and then go yeah. okay well what can I do differently next month um, yeah yeah in order to get there. I think, yeah, like it's all good and well to do your goal setting and everyone's kind of on this big, you know, whatever it is, new year, new you, new year's resolutions. Like you've got a whole community of people who are really into the goal setting at this time of year. Yeah, But if you're not intentionally looking back through that and reassessing and reevaluating, you're not... You're not doing yourself any favors because you're probably like you still might reach those goals, but I think if you're actually reflecting on them every so mm-hmm. often, you're going to catapult towards them faster Yeah. than you would if you kind of just had them in the back of your mind.
1: And I think something we touched on on our lunch date as well in regards to that is if you're not checking in regularly, you may not realize that you're. Goals or signposts have changed as to what you actually want. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, now I might set a goal that, okay, I want to go to gym four times a week. I use gym as an example just because it's an easy one, but um, I want to go to gym four days a week and I want to focus on strength. But, like, in a month or two's time, that might pivot because I might be in a different season and I might only be wanting to train three times a week and it might just be. Or, you know, I might want to take up a sport or something different. So, mm. yeah, goals. I, I feel like if you set something at the start of the year, you can't possibly expect them to be the exact same at the end of the year.
0: I th- and I think a big one is like telling yourself that it's okay if they change. Mm. Because I think sometimes when you set a goal for yourself, you think, well, I've got I've to do it. Got to achieve it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you don't. Like if it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not, right, it's not right, throw in the bin.
1: Yeah, burn it, burn <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> yeah. What about you? How are you going to keep self-accountable?
1: I feel like I'm. This is something I'm still working on. I, yeah, I think self-accountability is a huge one. I often get like Will involved in what I'm working on, if that makes sense. So, like, I'll sort of let him know. Oh, look, this is my. This is what I'm working on at the moment. This is what I want to do, um, and we sort of have regular conversations about it so I feel like that's almost like a check-in for me in that sense mm-hmm. which is good for him too because he sort of simil- similarly <laughs> um, says to me this is what I'm working on and so we sort of can keep each other in check oh do you need to go for a run or you know are you doing something for the podcast today or whatever else um so like that in a simple simplest form I do want to do some sort of like monthly reflection I feel like the OCD perfectionist in me is like, oh, that should be the same every month. And like, I should have like a set out structure of the way to do it. And it should be all in the one place and blah, blah, blah. But I think I'm coming to realize that that's just a bit too impossible and like not working for me because I've tried to do it in the past and it's just not working for me. So um, many years later, I'm now like, okay,
0: I need to recognize that. I was going to say you identified that as a bit of a barrier but yeah. you even getting started on the things. Because yes. And I'm the same. Like it just was a barrier. Yeah. It's
1: ridiculous because I'm like, I just need to do the thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in my head, it needs to be some like beautiful journal. It sounds stupid, but um, I think, yeah, that for me, I am going to try and, you know what? Okay. Today I've got time to write a note, like say at the end of the month or the start of the month, whatever you want to call it. Today... I'm working, all I've got time for is to write a note in my journal and reflect about this month. Cool, I'm going to do it. Reflection done or, yeah. you know, review done. Um, and then if the next month I've got time to write a whole bloody, you know, questions and answer in my notebook, great, done. Um, so just not hyper-focusing on the way it's presented because ultimately, like what am I going to do with these things? I'm probably never going to look at them again. Um yeah. They're just for the purpose of jotting it all out. So I need to take peace in that and just do the thing.
0: Yep. Love yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we've been chatting for an hour. <laughs> Standard <laughs> us, you know. Standard us. Actually, I feel like an hour is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, maybe that's one of our goals. <laughs> to water yeah. water, a little bit shorter. Anyway, all good. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say before we
1: No, i think um obviously we've had a chat about where we want to take things for two melbourne mums we still want to be in your ears this year on a semi-regular basis um as you all probably know being mums or dads or parents or carers or whatever else life gets crazy so we're all both going to do our best to um Keep up some regular podcasts um, and on Instagram as well at 2 Podcast. But, yeah, 2024, we'll see what's in store for us and we hope there's some exciting things to come.
0: And if any of you have any thoughts about topics you might want to listen to or any guests that you'd really like to hear on the podcast, please do let us know. You can just shoot us a DM on Instagram or you can email us at hello 2 Mums at gmail.com is that right that's
1: the one <laughs> I'm
0: like, or
1: if you just uh, enjoy us chatting shit let us know
0: <laughs> yes that is right um yeah because we do love to hear from you we like to know that what we're kind of putting out into the world is helpful Either, and yeah relevant.
1: resonating or not yep. yeah <laughs>
0: um yeah cool. all right cool. well I think we'll wrap it up there and we will be in your ears again very soon Until
1: next time, may your naps be long and your coffee strong.
0: Even if that's decaf for me.
1: (laughs) We both drink decaf, so, I mean,
0: (laughs) how lame. (laughs) All right. Bye.